Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The pride, passion, and pageantry of college football lives here. This is the Paul Feinbaum Show, Hour 4 Podcast. This might be college football, heaven. Well, hour on a Monday is here, and let's uh, get some more phone calls going. Joe in Atlanta. Hello, Joe. Hey, Paul. How you doing? We're doing great. Thank you. Okay. Uh, I heard Carl talk about country fried steak and chicken fried steak. But as it was explained to me when I was growing up in Birmingham, my mother and father used to cook on a a cast iron skillet. And uh, they had these two round containers on top of the stove. They put their leftover grease in. Okay. And uh, one of them had leftover grease from when they fried chicken. So the country fried chicken and and the chicken fried, I mean, country fried steak and chicken fried steak were the same. They were cube steaks breaded. Right. But when one was cooked in the chicken grease, it was the chicken fried steak. Why does country fried steak always, didn't that have like gravy? Oh, yeah, but yeah. when it was uh, cooked in the uh, oh, okay. in, uh, Chicken on fried the grill, steak sounds they better put the to gravy me than on. country fried steak. But that was a difference, she said, okay. because it was cooked in the chicken grease okay. instead of the regular grease. That is interesting. I know and, that, uh, that's a good explanation. I, I need a. I need to ask you a question. Uh, uh, Longhorn Network in July. What's going to happen to that? It will cease to air uh, over the air. Uh, I think there will be some variation of it on a digital network, but for the most part, uh, it will go away. Oh, I thought maybe ESPN also had that one. Well, they do. Uh, I mean, ESPN uh, owns the Longhorn Network uh, with an agreement with the University of Texas, but uh, there. I, I, like I, I don't want to speak for the network. That would yeah, be the SEC last thing I would ever do. But I don't think uh, there will be the kind of programming that currently exists because Texas will. I know this may sound crazy to Texas fans. Will just be another member. They won't. They won't have their own network like they have for the last. 17 years or whatever it's been. Yeah, I would think that a business thing, they would make it SEC 2 or something. Yeah, and I noticed, well, uh, Paul, that when, during the regular season when, let's say, uh, when Georgia played some uh, small team or Alabama played some small team, it was on ESPN Plus instead of SEC Network. But I've been noticing that the Big Ten has sometimes seven or eight alternate channels on where they're, they're broadcasting all of their uh, small games. Well, you, you, you know, Joe, initially uh, the SEC had an alternate. And let's say a game started, we would go to the alternate and they, they would put some football games on. I don't think they use that channel anymore uh, because now well, the everything problem is... With the, the problem with direct TV is mm-hmm. you have to schedule that uh, one week in advance to get the slot. Yeah, direct TV was... Uh, I use that. That was never a good place for the... But 
I, I would think now, uh, I mean, if you have ESPN Plus on your system, which I would think most people, a lot of people do, you could get all that there, couldn't you? Oh, yeah, we had to pay extra for it, though. Yeah, well. Uh, now, let me ask you this. Uh, Somebody's got to uh, pay rent. When, when our man calls in, he's always saying that uh, Alabama people call in, they talk about everybody else, they don't want to talk about Alabama. Isn't that the kettle calling the kettle black? Well, I mean, uh, is allegedly an Auburn fan, Auburn. but I, I don't know if I've ever. I, I have seen uh, I man at Auburn. I don't want to say that, but uh, he's more of a uh, Alabama hater than an uh, than an Auburn lover. Yeah, he's he's just uh, mad that he didn't uh, Auburn wasn't the one that shoved uh, Saban out. Hey. Uh, <clears throat> uh, uh, one more thing. Um, sure. The uh, our offensive uh, coach, our new offensive coach from Washington, does he go into Seattle, or has they made that decision? Um, I, it doesn't seem like he is. Uh, they, 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 Seattle hired a defensive coordinator today, uh, which interestingly was was it Harbaugh or, or Belichick? Jay, Jay I Harbaugh, remember. I believe. It was, it was one Jay of the Harbaugh. two. It was, it was either Harbaugh's son or Belichick's son. Um, it was Jay Harbaugh. Yeah, I, I tell you, yeah, Washington hired Belichick's son. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, of. I saw that. Yeah. All right. Oh, okay, I so used to I, be Joe from Atlanta, uh, from Hoover, and I moved over here in '96. You were you were Joe from Hoover. Yep. Wow. I remember Joe from Hoover well. It's great to be reacquainted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah my wife worked for uh, Bell South, and she was an executive, and she got transferred over here, and said she wasn't coming over here unless I came. And I said okay. Oh. I was one of the first ones to work out of my house, uh, dial up computer in Birmingham, oh, wow. and run oh, programs. That is fascinating. Yeah. yeah. No, uh, uh, thank you, Paul. Hey, thank you. Great to hear from you. Nice of you to go with your wife. She's a Bell, Th- a Bell South executive back in the day. I would have gone with her, too. <laughs> I'll still go with her. Uh, Hank is up next. Hey, Hank, good afternoon. How you doing, Paul? We uh, are doing hey, great. Hey, I want you to do me, a fa- do me a favor real quick before I get started on this. My my beautiful bride she's within a couple of years of retirement she just won teacher of the year at her school would you give her a congratulations for me well what's her first name louise well louise congratulations on being named teacher of the year that is an amazing accomplishment and all of us here uh, at the network are, are proud that's that's great now you married well Thank there you. hey oh i did i, I definitely married up paul but uh, uh, one thing, I, I listened to the, uh, what is it, Full Ride and Coach uh, Neuheisel in the mornings. Right. And uh, when it comes to this NIL, I, you know, the NCAA college football is letting the genie out of the bottle, and, and they don't know how to get it back to get it under control. And what one of the things that, that he said that really struck uh, uh, the was that, you know, these these college football coaches, they have to re-recruit their teams every year, it seems like. I mean, right, look what's right. going on at, you know, Alabama losing players, Washington losing players when the coaches leave. Now they got to re-recruit. And, you know, the transfer portal, it's gotten out of hand. And one of the things he suggested was 
having these, you know, establishing contracts for the players because otherwise, you know, there's going to be such massive turnover. You don't know. You, you can't manage your roster anymore. Well, no, you're, you're, you're exactly right about that. Um, or he's right. Um, that is, I mean, just think about Alabama this year. They, they, got, they, had, they had a player from California as a quarterback who enrolled, practiced, and then left. Yeah, exactly. That, that's what I'm saying. You can't manage a roster and, you know, how do you know this, you know, this kid from down in Hayhire, Georgia, who's a five-star that went to your, you know, went to the University of Georgia and, okay, he's, he's uh, been an anchor on your offensive line for a year and then he gets a better offer from A&M or something and decides, hey, I'm going to take off out there. Well, you got a big hole of you know, you got to fill, and uh, I don't see how these coaches do it, and I can perfectly understand why Coach Saban walked away from all of that. Yeah, no, it's, it's, that, that is easy to understand. Well, again, congratulations to Luis. Thank you for uh, calling. Uh, you be well. You take care of yourself, and let us uh, – oh, AC is here. Mr. Mister Feinbaum, how you feeling, sir? Thank you so much for taking my call. Thank you, AC. Hey, absolutely. I mean, I was wondering for 10 years – it's been 10 years – how come you don't have any Super Bowl commercial uh, sponsors? How come you don't have it, Mr. Feinbaum? How come we don't have Super Bowl commercials here? No, you. I'm talking about Mr. Feinbaum, not not your. Oh, oh you're asking me. I'm how come I'm not you. I'm not on any Super Bowl commercials? Yeah, I never saw you. No, well, you're correct. You have not seen me on a Super Bowl commercial, and uh, and just for but as a heads you up, you one? will not see me Sunday night. Well, it's okay. Nobody wants to see Super Bowl. Who has time for Fat American Bowl, right? Exactly. Holla. <laughs> this guy called up so he could insult America? What was that uh, controversial Jason Aldean song a couple of months ago? Uh, try, the, try that in a small town. I know there were some, some things about the song people didn't like, but... I'd like to see AC try that in a big country. Thomas is up next. Good afternoon, Thomas. Hey, Paul. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Hey, good, 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 to, good to have you here. Yes, sir. How about my Gamecocks finally getting ranked? Number 15 in the yeah, country. Yeah, that's great. I mean, they have really played well. Uh, Coach Ferris is doing a phenomenal job. I, you know, I, I thought the Kentucky win, and then they did it again, and uh, they are seriously good. Yeah, uh, being ranked last in the uh, in the SEC by the voters and the the, the media, and now we're we're showing up. What are they going to say now? Well, they you better watch out because they look like a, a very dangerous team come March, and it, it is remarkable how. Uh, and you know, I, I I'm not one of the voters, but I mean the, these voters that go to SEC media days, these aren't just some run of the mill. Sports media. I mean, these are guys who follow follow college basketball. These are supposed to be the experts. Yeah, uh, our our transfer puller hurt us in the football game, but they they gifted us in the basketball game. Well, South Carolina is now officially a basketball school with the men and women. Thank you for the call. We take a break. More of your phone calls right after this. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. 
Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Is your schedule too packed to see a doctor about your erectile dysfunction? Well, with Hims, now you can get treated for ED without stepping foot outside your door. They're changing men's health care by providing access to affordable sexual health treatments from the comfort of your couch. Hims provides access to doctor-trusted ED treatment options such as chewable hard mints, brand name treatments like Viagra, or generic alternatives for up to 95% cheaper. The process is simple and entirely online. Just answer a series of questions and a medical provider will determine the right treatment option. If prescribed, your medication ships to you free. No insurance needed. So what are you waiting for? Join the hundreds of thousands of trusted HIMSS subscribers and get treated. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash Paul. That's H-I-M-S dot com slash Paul for your personalized ED treatment options. Hymns.com slash Paul. Hard mints are chewable compounded products which are not approved by or verified for safety or effectiveness by the FDA. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies on product and subscription plan. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Listening to the Paul Feinbaum Show podcast. We're back. Uh, a lot happening, and still about 50, uh, 45 minutes remaining here early on a Monday evening. Iman is up next. Well, good afternoon, Paul Feinbaum. Is this the Paul Feinbaum Radio Network, where it's a caller-driven show, and the caller brings a topic to the table? That uh, that that used to be the show. That's before it completely imploded. Oh, and then the Bammers took over. Right. And and you got to love it when the Bammers, you know, they they know what's best for this show and, and what you can talk about and what you can't talk about. But when you stay on topic and you follow their lead, it's all about Alabama. And, I mean, when, you, you know, they just, Paul, they just don't realize this is the last of the good old days. And they better enjoy them. And they want to be so optimistic. But then a guy like me comes along and I just throw a bucket of water on that optimistic fire, and and it, they just they feel it. They know it when what is it September twenty eighth when the Georgia Bulldogs go to Bryant Denny. That is and correct. They're gonna take the same ass. They're gonna take the same ass whooping that the Longhorns left them with, and it's all gonna start falling apart. Then they'll be screaming and hollering and booing just like they were when Saban was there. And they just don't want to hear that. They don't want to think way, about it. That sounded it. so but, weird but, but, when you said when Saban was there. When he before he quit, yeah. before he looked over at his before wife Chuck and, Taylor and, and, said, and got out of there after Auburn beat him. I, I'm sorry, I, I turned the game off early. No, no, no. I mean, he just looked at it was his fan base. 
his fan base ran him off. His team ran him off. He can talk about how grateful he was for that team, but that team kind of mutinized on him, starting with the quarterback. I'm, I'm telling you, it, it just all fell they apart. Mutinized on him? When, when did that happen? Uh, it, that, when uh, the quarterback said, when the quarterback, uh, Tennessee when, when, or when, when the quarterback, when, when the, the quarterback went to, uh, or the during shocking the upset game. over Georgia? During the Texas game, Paul. Oh, okay. And they mutinized against South Florida, South Florida, and uh, and and I mean, you know, his, his quarterback dripping. I mean, the quarterback, he he told the world. I went to the offensive coordinator, said we ain't running these plays, we doing these plays, and I don't practice run plays at at, at, uh, at practice. Okay. Because I know how to run. Well, we saw him run real well that last play. But anyway, moving right along. Since when? Tell me, tell me what, what, what's going on with all the shout-outs to all these people. Because Squirrel was mentioned a time or two and kind of brought it to my attention, and I noticed an awful lot of shout-outs. And what is the big deal with people calling in and saying, I'm never coming back, I'm never calling? Why did, why, what, are we supposed to have a parade and beg people not to leave that don't want to be here no more? I mean, is somebody being held against their will? Did, did you kidnap some of these callers, Paul? I mean, yeah. What are you doing to these cops? Yeah, we've, we've kidnapped a few, and uh, there's, a, there's an underground uh, basement that we keep all the, those people. Oh, oh, and one thing that was said on Friday. Yeah. Now, Paul, you, have you ever known me to be a liar? You no, ever known me to call never, you? Never. You're all an right. honest man. Uh, Nobel Prize in all, And I've been to, what, 15 events or so? You, you've, you been, you, you've set the that. record. You, you, you've been there for everything. Not everything, but the ones that I was. Well, we haven't had one in some time, in, I man. Right, haven't you know, had budget, one in some time. Show going out of business, you know that you know, all the all the usual. Oh, stuff. that's right, because because y'all gonna sell out to the Longhorns, and then they're gonna have the Longhorn Network. Then the Bammers will have to have a network. Oh, they already got a show here, but uh, but the Bammers are gonna be real damn jealous when the Longhorns get here. But you know, it just uh, I, I can promise you this: I've never had any mind altering substances or not one drop of alcohol at any event I've ever been with you. Did somebody accuse you of being felt, uh, drunk at one of our events? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Talking about a smell like beer and all that oh, kind that, of stuff. Oh, that's right. Yeah, okay. I do, I do remember that but, now. But, but, but I can legend. promise you this. I, I, I've never done that. Now, now, what he's done, I can't, I can't vouch for, but I can vouch for me. You're a working man, and, and I, I suspect you left our events before to go to work. I've actually left your events. I've came to your events from work, and I left them and went to work. Yeah, now you, you, and, you've uh, been very loyal, especially that long, drawn-out photo shoot you know we why? had. You know why? You know why I was doing it? Because I was making real money, real money. I didn't have a bunch of ones rolled up in a rubber band in my pocket. I was like, real money, real money, real money. I was actually out there working. But, you know, I, I just listened to all that BS. You know, the first time I met Legend was at Shane's funeral. You and Pat Smith, Carrie Adams. You remember we were all kind of standing at the door of the chapel, and y'all went inside, and I stayed outside because I just really felt uncomfortable about, you know, this being a a, a radio thing at, at his funeral. So I, I just kind of stood there by the door, and this guy walked up in a white shirt. And it didn't say Alabama Department of Corrections. It didn't have a number on the back, but he was pressed. He was buttoned all the way up to his collar, and he was standing there talking. I just kind of stand there, and he was talking, and he turned to walk away. I just listened. He turned to walk away, and he turned back, and he kind of turned his head. He said, now, who are you? And I kind of leaned forward and said, live from the capital city. (laughs) 
and he looked back and he, he kind of squared up. And I told him, I said, you see that white van over there? I had a pinstripe suit on, gray shirt, dark tie. I was, I was looking good, too. I was looking damn good because I had real money and really looking good. And I told him, I said, you give me about five minutes. I got a pair of Levi's, some Nikes, and a denim shirt. We'll go down in them woods down at that ditch, and we can settle all this up. And he would be absolutely telling you a bald-faced lie if he says anything different. And so we uh, went to the funeral. He came with Pelham Gator and John from Chalkboard. And we oh, yeah. ended up oh, yeah. standing there in the uh, cemetery. Way, from probably. Yeah, we, we stood in the cemetery probably four hours after everything was over. It was getting dark. This is and Shane's funeral, right? Kinda, yeah, Shane's funeral. Kind of, kind of a, a blustery in. December day. I remember it well. Yeah, it was breezy. It was, it was cool. And uh, and we stood there and we talked for about four hours and we kind of hashed out all the problems and that well, I mean, maybe not all of them, but at least we got to a civil point where we could talk without fighting to leave. And uh, and it's been that way kind of since we butt heads here and there. But you know that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to butt heads with a jackass. And uh, and you know what to the Bammers. I'm going butt heads with all you jackasses, and don't you dare call in this show and tell me who I can talk about and what I can't talk about because your coach quit. Your next coach is fixing to quit. Y'all fixing to get your asses kicked, and you're fixing to go down. You're fixing to go down so far. Rotor-Rotor ain't even going to be able to route that pipe. As always, Paul Feinbaum, Ward Dam Eagle, you have a great day. Thank you. Uh, Stacy is up next. Oh, my God. How the hell do, I, how do you put up with that? He never wants to talk football. But anyway, I, you know who I am. You know, I, I didn't call you. I called you back in August, and you said this is a drama show. So I'm making a drama show. And my brother, I am a Tiger fan. I am a true Tiger fan. I'll be 63 next week. But, Dwayne, stop writing those checks you're asking, not cash. Now, you, you want to talk your stuff. What you're doing, you're acting like an Alabama fan. And we need you to stop it, okay? You're embarrassed the LSU ne- ne- nation, okay? We are who we are. Yes, we are a baseball school with a football team. But you sitting there and you bragging on our women's basketball team, and then we lose the next two teams because you're sitting there talking about a bunch of crap. You don't. And I'm pretty sure he's out there on Hallwig. And I hope he uh, hears me because you're an LSU fan. Act respectable, okay? If you want to talk trash, take that across the street to 110th Street. Don't act like an Alabama fan. Be an LSU fan, okay? All right? Be respectful and be honest, okay? All right? We we ain't got the best basketball team. We ain't got the best women team. All right? We, we don't have the best football team. We do have a baseball team, and that's what you got to bounce on. But don't, don't sit there and start talking all this trash because Alabama lost their coach. And look, man, Nick Saban was my coach long before he was an Alabama coach. I respect him, but don't sit there and make prediction you cannot make, okay? I don't think Alabama, they might lose three games next year. They're going to be okay, okay? All, everybody's panicking. LSU's going to be okay, all right? But don't sit there and say, we're going to win this and win that. And the season hasn't even started. I'm sick and tired. Now, Dwayne, you're my brother, man. Act like an LSU fan. Be respectful and enjoy what you got. Because 
I'm a, I'm a person, 63 years old. I'm taking care of wife in a wheelchair because she's got MS. And sports is nothing but entertainment. Okay, that's all it is. If we win, we win. We lose, we lose. But you move on. But you sit there and you start bragging on everything. You don't even know what you're talking about. Okay, stop it, Dwayne. I'm sure you're out on the rig. I hope you heard it. And I'm not going to call you out or nothing like that. You don't need to call me back because we're LSU brothers. But stop this stuff where every time you come on, you're you're just talking against Alabama and you're bragging on us. Just stop it, man. Just be respectful. Thank you for the call. Thank you very much, Stacey. Appreciate your, your call. And we must take a short break. But don't despair. We have 30 minutes remaining. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more More than than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. You're listening to the Paul Feinbaum Show podcast. Game tomorrow. UK trying to shrug off a loss at home goes on the road to Vanderbilt. And Greg is up next in Georgia. Hello, Greg. Hey, buddy. How you doing, sir? We're doing great. Thank you. Well, first thing I want to say, I am. I now I know why you have no hair. <laughs> I can't wait to hear this. Well, you know, dealing with the calls you get from. Yeah, I'm stressed. But I want to go back to uh, James Brown. I'll 1980. Okay. 1980 halftime show. He sang Dooley's Junkyard Dog. Really? Yes. 
If you Google James Brown oh, halftime you. show, 1980, James Brown performed at Sanford Stadium in front of Coach Dooley. Because I'm, you know, I'm the one that called you about when we talked about walking through his guard. I don't call oh, yeah. much. Oh yeah, I don't call much. He was a great friend. By the of way, mine. Greg, and, I, I may have said that. I, I went over there years ago, but it was it was the famous uh, Alabama Georgia game. Uh, I went over with some friends, and Barbara had. A, f- a party before the game, yeah. and I had always heard about this garden, and I, I said something to Barbara, and she got Vince over, and he oh. took me outside, and I, I mean, I can't tell you, I mean, we were out there 30, 40 minutes, I mean, you've got the biggest oh, game of the dog. year coming up, yeah. this was, uh, he- Georgia was number two, Alabama, this was the year that, this was the big upset, and we're yeah. out there in the garden, and he's going through every plant like, I, like, like I knew what he was talking every, about. He will show you every plant yeah. that he planted. And and my brother, Mark, he's the one that done a lot of landscaping there. Right. And uh, that's that's how we got our ticket. Back in uh, 80s, 90s, and 2000s, I had end zone passes. Sure. All because of Coach Dooley. And uh, – I still speak to Diana, which is his daughter. I still right. talk to her very often, and uh, it's just it's sad times now that Coach is gone. No, he he was one of a kind, and uh, uh, just I mean that whole era. Uh, Greg Pat died. Uh, Coach Dewey. Uh, I mean th- those guys yeah, were sir. a different breed of, of of character. But Vince Dewey is one of the smartest people I've ever talked to. Yes, sir. And I'm going to tell you this, too. Uh, going back to the Georgia-Florida game, I think uh, when Coach Dooley died, right? somebody called me and said, did you hear Coach Dooley died? And I was like, no. I said, I'm watching the Paul Feinbaum show. And he ain't said nothing. And it wasn't when you come on at 6 o'clock at the Georgia-Florida game, you you passed it. Said, well, we have breaking yeah, news. Yeah, you know, in, in fairness, uh, Greg, we we knew about it, but we were waiting. They told us we had to wait, and I don't know what the what the deal was, but we were being respectful to the family. I think everybody in the family yes, they wanted us to let everybody know before we went on the air. But that was a very sad night, man. That was hard to do. Oh my gosh, dude! I, I I've lost. I think the brother. first person we talked to was Tony Barnhart after that because he knew Coach Dooley okay. better, much better than I did. Yes, yes, yes. And, uh, you know, I've, I've been to Coach's house so many times. You know, I'd, I'd get my tickets there, and um, it's just, like I say, somebody called me that day before the Georgia Florida game. I'm like, no, I have not heard nothing. I was like, I'm watching Paul Feinbaum. He would have said something. And sure enough, when it come on at 6 o'clock, which was about 20 minutes before, when I got that call yeah. before you come on back on air, you announced it because I wasn't going to call the family. I, I was scared to. But yeah, that, that was know. really tough. Uh, I, I, well, well, Greg, thank you very much uh, for uh, for checking in. We we appreciate that. That that was a really good story. And uh, Coach Dilley, uh just such a unique. Uh, I mean, he he was an expert at so many things. I mean, you could talk to him for five hours about uh, history. He, he was just an absolute history buff, which is something that, uh, that I've, I've always loved. Augie, who is uh, just a buff, period, is up next. Yeah. Paul, we need to have a Jeopardy show in history, you and I. I bet I'd take you. I'm sure you would, because I'm, I'm really not as good as I try to make, it, make out to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, Paul, uh, you see Rich Castor died? Rich what? Who? Rich Castor. 
Well, I did not well, know that. I figured you'd, rem- no, I didn't you'd know remember that. him being sure. uh, kind of of the same age. Yeah, he passed away today. So I didn't hear, I didn't hear that. Uh, you know, you're getting old when guys who were, um, you know, your sort of uh, heroes when you were a kid or in their 80s and 70s passed oh, yeah. away. So um, well, That's how I felt. Uh, I don't know if you saw the Grammys last night, but when, when I was in high school, no. uh, Joni Mitchell was, uh, you know, she was about 12 or 13 years older, but I mean, she was... She was like the coolest anti uh, rock star you'd, you'd ever seen. When I saw her last night at 80, whatever, uh, <laughs> I mean, it, I mean, I admired the fact that she. I mean, it was a beautiful performance, but it was still painful to watch. And for that idyllic 15-year-old who who used to listen to her songs and try to figure out what they what they were what they meant. Well, speaking of. Um ugliness and unpleasant things you had some uh meltdowns friday paul so um i hear you ran miss pat off what was that about i didn't intend to run miss pat up but but squirrel and miss pat have this beef and uh she just called up and and, and miss pat has got uh, the greatest delivery she was, hey paul just have five, five blah, blah, blah. she's gone like in seven seconds um <laughs> hey paul i just i know you don't like talking to me so you're gonna cut me off yeah, but before gone. you do i'm gonna make this real quick uh, I mean, it's really cool, but but Squirrel just uh, sideways her, and uh, I didn't have time to even stop her. Well, and I don't know. He has a fetish with her feet. He says her feet look like the creature from the Black Lagoon. But yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I think I think you need to have an inter- intervention here, Paul, because Squirrel is really being nasty to these poor ladies who just want to talk to you and and. Get, develop a relationship and then um, he's attacking them. I don't understand, you know, why I can understand some of us, but why them? I don't get it. I, 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 Augie, I wish I had an answer, but then again, I'm not as smart as you, so I don't have one. Uh, AJ is up next. Wow. I feel good. Speaking of jeopardy, let's, uh, let's, let's do this. Uh, let, Let me have a sorry ass, weak ass, Lawyer callers for two hundred, Alex. Can who, I have is, that? who is Augie? Who is Augie? You double jeopardy. You are. Uh, I want. You're the champion. You're the champion, Paul. You won the whole world class champion. Nobody can ever compete with you now. But uh, let me ask you about this. Uh, it, uh, you know, country fried steak speaking. Is that what the shows turn into? Yes, we got a. Yes, we've talked over. about country fried. You, you can hear. For, like, you can hear that. You what's the, the fat lady at the opera? You can hear her warming up. I mean, it's, it's heck, over. You should already. You, you probably already gained like ten pounds just from talking yeah. about that. I've, I've already. Uh, I've already bought the. I've, I've already bought the rocking chair for the final show. <laughs> well, listen. Let me ask you about. Uh, well, look. Can, can we just talk about something relevant? Okay, Which let's is, talk about football. Uh, the re- I mean, if you have a football. relevant subject, it will be the first one of the night. Oh, I, I do. I have a perfect one. I have a perfect one. That daydreaming, ignorant-ass Elliot in Ohio thinks that he's going to be, that they're back, their dynasty's beginning, oh, yeah. right. their Ohio state's right where they want. I can, I can, I'm the big bad wolf. I can blow his little house down with one damn word. Michigan. <laughs> you can't even get past Michigan, Elliot. So pipe down and go do some more taxes. 
And another thing, you was talking about uh, James Brown over there. You know, you know what? Uh, you know what AC and James Brown's last name have in common? What's that? Okay, it's James Brown's last name is a perfect description of what AC's underwear crotch of his underwear looks like. Because he ain't nothing but a little crap baby. Mm. He that's all he is. What a pleasant and, thought. Uh, it, it, is Jim is is Jim over there uh resorting to still picking on women, but yet Augie will not even say a word about what Jim says. He's only wanna talk about squirrel and what squirrel says about women. You know, I'll tell all of them something. Y'all are pathetic. You need to retire. You need to cut your phones off, quit watching the show, because y'all's ass got to go. War damn eagle. Uh, On that pleasant subject, we will be right back after this message. You're listening to the Paul Feinbaum Show podcast. 